excuse me for my voice, but I have never, never seen anything like it. Hey, Doug, we wanted to hit mailboxes, we can let Ralph drive. Morons, your bus is leaving. Welcome to this Arizona State edition of the On the Road Home podcast. This is Ken Crawford reporting to you on the road home from a disappointing, uh, depressing Arizona State game. Quick recap. Bears uh, actually did well on their first possession, or first uh, sequence to stop ASU right away. Uh, got the ball, and then themselves floundered. Then after that, both teams scored a touchdown, 7-7, all the way to halftime. Uh, ASU had a couple of times they got down the field into field goal range, but twice the kicker shanked it. Cal had its opportunities too, but it kept shooting itself in the foot in various moments. And the key uh, moment that really <laughs> hurt them towards the end of the second quarter Bears driving uh, down into ASU territory, finally getting some uh, mojo going, and Chase Garbers is uh, just tripped up on a tackle or barely gets his toe, goes down hard on the sideline, don't really see what happened, but uh, injured and um, walks off the field, but doesn't come in for the remainder of the half. And the thought at the time is that he's, uh, you know, probably just keeping him out for that last sequence. Monster comes in to replace him. Doesn't look good. Bears uh, were just on the cusp of field goal range, um, but um, don't get the, the, the field goal because they're just a little bit too far out. Second half. Bears get uh, the ball first to start the second half. Monster is back on the field. And so the thought is, oh, nope, Chase is more injured than we thought. And, um, you know, I don't know how long Monster is going to be in, but it's not uh, looking good for Garbers coming back. So now we're really wondering, you know, what's Monster going to be able to do? First time is at real playing time. The first drive, the Bears run it every single down, and the, the line holds up, and ASU's not uh, predicting a, uh, or is not, you know, uh, keying on the run game as of yet, and the Bears march down the field, score a touchdown up 14-7. ASU responds with their own touchdown. Number of back and forths, Cal kicks a field goal. And then late in the game, ASU drives down the field, I think four or five minutes left, scores a touchdown, up 21-17. Bears are now in desperation mode with only a handful of minutes left. Uh, Go for it on fourth down deep in their own territory. Don't get it. ASU kicks a field goal for the final score of 24-17. So, really disappointing game, and obviously Chase Garbers being out is is probably the most obvious uh, factor in in hurting the Bears' chances. Uh, Modster just did not have the ability to command the offense, 
His throwing uh, was um, pensive and late. It uh, was inaccurate when they would give him a quick uh, hitch or something like that. He missed a number of them. Uh, the other opportunities he threw behind the receivers a few times, and so the ball was able to be defended better by an ASU defender. Just didn't have it. And so the Bears were left trying to run the ball, and after that first drive of the second half, ASU said, look, we're not going to let you beat us that way. You're going to have to pass the ball, and they put everything on defending things at the line of scrimmage. But I think it's too easy to put the blame there. There actually was a number of things that even in the first half was, were a little bit frustrating to me from at least the expectation levels we have today uh, of this team. Number one, the defense was not tackling well. In fact, all around, the Bears lost the defense, uh, lost the physical battle today in the trenches, in tackling, uh, in everything. It was just not the performance we've been used to of if the Bears have an opportunity to tackle, the guy goes down. No, uh, the ASU running back, uh, the quarterback, who was a bit of a running quarterback, all um, were bouncing off tackles, slipping through tackles, things that looked like one or two yard plays would end up being a rumbling seven or eight yard play uh, after they plowed through a few Cal guys. Just not the kind of physical performance that uh, is, is going to be a dominant defense is going to have. It's, it's pretty much that simple. The other thing was they were not getting pressure on the quarterback leaving very long opportunities to complete passes and sometimes resulted in some very, very open receivers. There were four or five passes that were just ridiculously open and they ended up leading to, you know, big chunk plays that uh, were instrumental in the uh, scoring drives that they had. Part of the reason they weren't getting the pressure was you could tell that Cal had a containment mindset on the quarterback, that he, everyone knew he was elusive enough that if you just rushed at him straight up uh, without trying to contain him, that he would beat you with his feet. And Cal was doing its best not to allow that, but it seemed to be splitting the difference in a way that didn't work out well. It wasn't getting enough pressure to uh, uh, disrupt him, at least in, in significant portions of the game. There were some times that Cal was able to do that. Uh, but on the other hand, there was a handful of times that he did escape and got first downs on very disappointing, you know, third and longs and whatever, where it's like, I thought the goal was to contain him. And now this time you, it doesn't happen. And he escapes and gets a first down with his feet as opposed to a first down with uh, a wide open pass because we, the, the Cal team wasn't getting any pressure. And so it's just very frustrating along those lines. This was not a strong defensive performance, uh, unlike the normal scenarios where it's always uh, for the last year or so, where it's felt like the opponent was always in the damned if you do, damned if you don't situation of uh, if you tried to you know go one way, the Bears had you there. If you tried to go the other way, they had you twice as bad. It just felt like it was the tables were turned, that Cal was the team whose defense was uh, not 
Um, uh, either way they chose, it was working out poorly. And part of that, I think, was the physical aspect. Um, they just, they, they were physically dominated today. I don't know how much of that is ASU, that they've become a much more physical team than in the past. And with Herm Edwards as the coach, that wouldn't surprise me. Um, or how much of it was just, you know, the Bears have had a pretty rough four weeks compared to some teams. Um, Traveling to the SEC, playing a physical SEC team, traveling to Washington, playing a physical Washington team. Yes, with a couple of lighter games in there, but you look at ASU's schedule, you know, Colorado, even though ASU lost to them, is not that physical of a team. Um, so I, it might have been the Bears were kind of beat up. Now, interestingly, the Bears defense had a lot of their uh, missing players back. Tevin Paul was back. Good was back. Uh so it didn't feel like the reason the defense was struggling was because they were missing a lot of their key players. Uh, it's just they, they were losing the physical game. And so we saw this on both sides of the ball. And when you lose the physical game on both sides of the ball, it is not going to go well. Could the offense have perhaps put up enough points to overcome those problems if Garbers hadn't gone down? Yes, I think that's a pretty likely uh, or a pretty strong argument to be made. More or less, the Bears lost by four, ended up being seven because of last-minute desperation-type points. But it's easy to imagine Garbers adding another touchdown to the game uh, with with the way he's been playing. And by the way, in the first half, although there were moments of um, uh, where things were frustrating, his, his the potential was there. He was playing more like what we saw in the um, Ole Miss game than what we'd seen before that. What was happening was there were too many times the Bears offense, although functional and, and uh, meaningfully productive when Garbers, uh, the way Garbers has been playing lately, it's not true if they dug themselves a big hole. And there were two or three drives in the first half where things were going fine and then something would happen, a penalty, um, a sack, a run play for a big loss that just, you know, put the, the, the offense far enough behind the chains. It was very hard for them to overcome that problem. And then the second half, of course, it was doubly bad with, uh, with Modster under center. Also not helping the Bears was the punting game. Um, uh, Coots is still out. Uh, I'm, I'm feeling like I'm going to mispronounce his name. Is it Longoria? Uh, is not punting that well. He's punting low 30 to 35-yard rolling punts. And by the way, he's taken a long time to get it off his foot. ASU did partially block one and got close to a few others. He's not doing all that well. At the same time... Um, so th that's hurting, you know, when you get into these defensive struggles and you're trading punts, having a punter who's you're losing the punt uh, battle just makes everything worse. Field goals, however, though, have have been going better. Thomas actually kicked a nice 47 yarder. Um, I think he only had one attempt and, and one make today. So he, he did his job. 
Kickoffs are going well, uh, mostly into the end zone. On the other side, actually, in the beginning of the game, Cal was doing what it's been doing for most of the season, which is calling for a fair catch all the time. But then they changed it, and actually they were getting worse results. They were getting the ball at at the 20 to 22 as opposed to the 25. So I think they should go back to just fair catching the ball. They're, they're um, blocking on kickoffs has not been particularly good, and, and they not just this game, but overall, you just get the sense that they're not winning those battles. Uh, also saw a lot of today was drops. Uh, again, this is another scenario where Garbers would make the right read, the right throw, uh, and the tight, you know, um, Tonga's had a, a critical drop on a third down where it sure looked like he was going to, um, get the first down. Uh, there was another earlier sequence. In fact, I think that first sequence of the game where, um, a, a receiver over the middle dropped an easy completion on third down. So drops, and they happened at really bad times. In addition to losing the physical battle, in addition to losing Garbers while they were driving towards the end of the first half, the bounces or the, the, uh, timing of the poor play was, um, unfortunate it happened at moments when it was most critical it wasn't a drop on on first and ten it was a drop on third and four and those are so much more important you can make up for a a second and ten scenario when it's fourth down it's fourth down there's just no getting around it so that hurt just a lot of things not going the Bears' way, way today, but they were mostly things under the uh, their own team's control, things that they could have recovered from if, um, you, you know, they had <laughs> done played a better game. So just really, really frustrating loss. Um. I didn't feel like they came out flat or anything like that. I just felt more like they looked tired. They looked like they've been playing really hard, playing above their pay grade, so to speak, for a number of weeks now, and they they couldn't keep it up against a talented and physical uh, ASU team. And ASU came to play. They said, "We're not." We're. I I got the feeling like what happened with them was they. Uh, <laughs> they got a big lecture after last week's loss of we have to be more physical. We have to uh, punch the other team in the mouth and, and we'll win more games if we do that. And, but if we, if we don't dominate in that way, it's going to be harder for us to win. And they came out and they punched Cal in the mouth. Uh, so that's really frustrating. The other thing that's really frustrating is, and okay, I'm willing to accept that Cal is in a building mode. We're not Alabama. We don't have three five-star quarterbacking recruits. When one goes down, the next one goes in, and he's been aching for the opportunity to prove that he's the five-star recruit he is and comes in and just leads the offense as if nothing happened. I mean, Cal plays uh, Ole Miss, and the quarterback goes down, and the replacement guy nearly pulls the upset. Cal, you bring in, you lose your starting QB who finally starting to play to his potential and the guy behind him is 
I don't want to overstate, but emotionally, I want to say incompetent. Just doesn't have it. And we have to be better than that if we're going to be a ranked, possibly winning the conference kind of team. Because you know what? Quarterbacks get injured. And you need a a backup who can come in and maybe not as good as the starter. In fact, that hopefully is the right, is the truth, because if he's as good as the starter, maybe he should have been starting. But he should at least be competent enough that 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 you're not just totally dependent on the run game to the degree that even when the opposition says, you know, we're not going to let you win running the ball, you have no choice but to keep running the ball. So a lot of frustration about that for me. I just feel like the there's a few aspects of the the Cal offense that are not progressing at a reasonable rate. That three years in now to this new regime, we're still at a place where the backup, the the first quarterback took four weeks to get to a place where uh, he's competent, or I guess three weeks, and the backup when he comes in is just not there at all. I can accept that you know defenses have a rougher game, uh, you know that happens get dominated a little bit, you know. I mean, come on, they only gave up 21 points. That's We shouldn't be, uh, and it ended up being 24 in, in reality, but in, in practice they gave up 21 points, you know. And, and a little frustrating that they didn't have a couple more um, field goal attempts, uh, stops. But, again, that's part of what happens when you get dominated physically. You, you, all of a sudden those uh, field goal stops in the red zone end up being touchdowns. Um, so I can accept that, that not every game from the defense is going to be a perfect game. You know, giving up 21 points is not something to to be completely disappointed about. But just the offense is just not – it's barely getting to where it needs to be when everything's right. And when things are not right, it's just not there at all. It's so frustrating. A couple of final thoughts. Uh our secondary, while they didn't do a bad job today, and they haven't done a bad job at all all season, is not doing what they did in seasons past, which is confusing the quarterback. There hasn't been a game all season where I looked at the quarterback, I watched him play, and I said he doesn't. He's confused by what the schemes the the DBs are throwing at him, and so he's hesitant and unsure and and mistake prone all of a sudden we're i don't know if it's just there's enough film on how this this defense plays or something but nothing has happened in any of the five games this season the number of interceptions is not just a little bit down it's ridiculously down not a single interception this week not a single one last week either am i right in remembering that um something has changed and it could be as simple as there's enough game filmed for they that qbs are now uh, they've broken the code to know how to read this defense and and still it's not easy for them it's not like they can uh you know just do whatever they want but they're not so confused that 
uh, they're throwing, you know, multiple interceptions and, um, you know, not making reads that they could. All of a sudden we're seeing, you know, not that, that confusion factor from last season is gone. Uh, and, and that, and so what that means is this defense is not going to win games for the Bears. They, they can still be strong factors in keeping the offense in the game so that the offense can score enough points to win the game. But we're just not seeing the, you know, uh, multiple scores or, uh, scores so associated to, uh, this, the turnover levels we were seeing last season that mostly came from interceptions from their high levels of deception. It might also be that because of the injuries at the linebacker position and all of this and the way things have been going, the limitations of this defense that they haven't felt as comfortable trying creative and outside-the-box things, I don't know. Uh, but whatever it is, they don't have what they had late last season in that, that kind of uh, um, perspective. So, next week, Oregon. That's going to be an extremely tough game. I do trust in this coaching staff and in the heart of this team that they're going to go up there and give it their best shot. Oregon is a very tough team to play. Um, it, it'll be interesting. I, I don't know. We'll, we'll, when we, <laughs> I'm not optimistic. Seeing the team get physically dominated, seeing how physical Oregon is from the couple times I've seen them play this year, that's going to be a real tough game. It's already tough just being in Autzen Stadium. Uh, very, very tough game. What I would have already, even before today, even without the loss, been likely to pick Oregon. And uh, um, that's going to be a tough one. But I do, I am optimistic that the Bears will play a better game than last year. Uh, that they will do everything in their power to, to win this one, uh, that they'll pick themselves up and, and rededicate and focus themselves. It will be very interesting to see if Garbers is out for any extended period of time. I don't know yet what the injury was. If, if I had to guess, it's concussion protocol because he fell forward really hard and he may have hit his head. And so once you're in c concussion protocol, you're not playing for the rest of the day. And, uh, you know, if that's the case, it's a very minor concussion. He'll be back out next week, uh, but it could be something else. It could be a shoulder, dislocated shoulder. It could be uh, any number of things. The way he hit hard down doesn't look to be in his legs. Um, but if he's out for another game, this will be another real test for the for the uh, coaching staff. Can they get Modster ready now that they know he's the starter? Now that he's going to get the starting reps at practice. Can they prepare him um, to play a heck of a lot better than he did today? And can they do it in one week's time? History suggests that's a uh, very optimistic thing to hope for. But you know what? I'm, I'm not going to completely dismiss the possibility. So I think that's about going to wrap it up from here. Very disappointed. Very um, uh you know, the other thing there is it's just it. And this is one of those things. It just always feels whenever the Bears get ranked and this is a multi-decade trend now that they lose the next game, you know, not just 
Like, and actually, they, I guess they did one game better than normal this year. Normally, when they're ranked 22, they lose. Except for that handful of years uh, when Tedford was really at his best from, say, 2003 slash 4 to 2007. After that, every time, and before that, that short era, every time the Bears would get meaningfully ranked when it started to feel like this team was legit, they'd lose a game. Maybe they'd lose it to some big-ranked team. Maybe not. It just didn't seem to matter. And so uh, this brings up a lot of those old emotions of why is it this team can never get over the hump? Never get to that place where once the other teams are saying, hey, we want to knock off the 15th ranked country in the team, the uh, 15th ranked team in the country, uh, that the Bears can can win with that sort of heightened expectations on top of them. I don't know. Maybe it's one of these kind of confirmation bias things that, that really it's not that way. Uh, but it just sure feels like it. Very frustrating. But we will soldier on. We will hope that the program is, and with good reason, that overall the program's headed in the right direction. Uh, a lot of things didn't go well today, and that happens with a team with, that has growing pains. And, you know, even if they lose next week, there's a lot of games after that that the Bears can win. They can still get to a seven, eight, nine win season if, uh, you know, if, the, if they continue to play their hearts out and if they can continue, if they can get some offense rolling either because they get Garbers back or they can, uh, you know, coach Modster up or uh, do whatever they need to do to, to take the next step there. So that's going to wrap it up. Thanks everybody for listening and go Bears. On the road again.